Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. And man, we have a lot in store today for today's podcast. I plan to talk to you guys about the MLB playoffs, the NBA finals, and the NFL season because, man, a lot is happening in sports. We are seeing the NBA Finals come to an end. The MLB Playoffs, the American League and National League Championship Series is about to start. So these next couple weeks, it's going to be intense for sports. But then eventually we'll just have football. But I got to start today's podcast because I didn't really talk about it last week. But the Tampa Bay Lightning are your 2020 Stanley Cup champions. They defeated the Dallas Stars, and the series was kind of, we kind of already knew the Tampa Bay Lightning were going to win. They are the first championship team in the bubble out of all professional sports, and you got to give credit when credit is due. And the Tampa Bay Lightning have now won their second Stanley Cup, first since 2004. So this is a huge win for the Tampa Bay Lightning, who were embarrassed in last year's playoffs. They got swept. As a number one seed against uh, Columbus Blue Jackets or whatever, whatever they're called over there, um, it was that was probably one of the biggest upsets in sports history because the Lightning set records last year as one of the best teams of all time, and the fact that they got swept in the playoffs, but they bounced back and they got their second Stanley Cup, and this is huge for Florida and huge for the city of Tampa Bay. They are champions. So I just wanted to give that out there. Um, I'm one of those people, though, that definitely thinks that this bubble has affected every sport in every way. Not having that ha- the, the extra fans and not having the adrenaline, I definitely think that plays into a factor. And I definitely think, like, yes, a champion is still a champion, but I'm definitely going to take these championships with a little bit less. I'm not really going to talk about these championships as I usually do. Because you don't have to go on the road and go up against a tough crowd and go up against tougher talent that plays better at the at home versus the versus away. It's more of and you're and you're in smaller arenas instead of bigger arenas. Um, So I'm going to get into that as as a great transition for this first topic, Um, because Miami Heat and the L.A. Lakers are down three one. LeBron James and Anthony Davis have been spectacular. We already knew what we were going to get from them too. And I just think that the Lakers role players are definitely benefiting from being in a bubble. I know LeBron James makes his players great. And they, and I don't see the Heat winning game five. Game five's tonight at nine. I, just, I do not see. I just don't see it. I know Jimmy Butler and he had a historic game three, a 40-point triple-double. That performance right there ranks, you got to go back to Allen Iverson as, or even LeBron James's 51-point game, where it's just sure dominance and pure willpower against a, way te- against a team that is just way overmatched. You're down your two best starters. Jimmy Butler showed his legacy and as a leader of the Heat team. The Heat are going to be great for years to come. But I definitely think this Miami Heat team and also this Los Angeles Lakers team has benefited from the bubble the most out of all the teams. 
I think out of all the teams, the Clippers benefited the worst out of the the bubble because if you already not because when you were in a bubble situation from a sports psychology standpoint, it takes a lot mentally. You don't go home, you don't see your kids, and we saw Paul George have moments of his depression. He had literally admitted that he was playing through depression and stuff while going while playing in this bubble. And I definitely think that because of this bubble and no crowd and no adrenaline to lean off of, the Denver Nuggets were another team that benefited from it. They they came back from two from down three one to the Jazz and to the Clippers. And I think that if we were if we had a normal postseason, the Nuggets lose in the first round to the Jazz. They just do. Or in fact, that series will be completely different. Um, they definitely lose to the Clippers in five. The Clippers are not going to blow a 19-point lead at home in the Staples Center when the crowd is rolling and rocking. That's just not happening. And don't get me wrong, the the Denver Nuggets have a great core, and they're going to be great for years to come, but they're not there yet. And I definitely think the Lakers have benefited a lot in this bubble. You have guys like Caruso. You have guys like... Rajon Rondo that are shooting nearly 50% from deep when they're normally just below average shooters at best. Those are stats that I look at and I'm like, hey, you're in a smaller gym. It's easier to shoot and it's easier to focus. And the same thing for the Miami Heat team. I think that if the Miami Heat had to go up and play against Boston and play four times in Boston and definitely play four times in Milwaukee, as great as as great as a mental toughness Miami is, they're young, they're inexperienced. And I definitely think that the Celtics or the Bucks could have came out of the East if this was a normal playoff. And I'm not taking away anything from the Miami Heat and from the Los Angeles Lakers. A champion is a champion. They both came out of their conferences respectfully, and this does not hurt anyone's legacy, but it does also it also does not gain anyone's legacy. The only person that I can say really benefits from this is Jimmy Butler because he took a bunch of rookies and young guys to the NBA Finals, and his historic Game 3 performance was amazing. But other than that, LeBron winning his fourth ring to me does not do anything He's already a top five player. Wherever you rank him in the top five is on you. But LeBron James is already a top five player of all time. Some people think he's the GOAT. I'm not one of those because I explain why Jordan's six championships in eight years speaks volume. And I definitely think that Anthony Davis, another top three player in the NBA, he is way better than Pippen is, in my opinion. Both Both players need all-stars to win championships. I'm not making a case for either or. I'm just explaining why I lean towards Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. But you have two of the top three players in the NBA right now in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's all you have to say. And in a bubble like this where there's no momentum and there's no crowd juice and energy, it's completely different. And these playoffs... Anthony Davis definitely benefited from. Think about it. You have you go you go up against Portland, the Rockets, that have no big men. So right there, you're already at an advantage. But I will say again, 
I'm not taking away LeBron when he wins his fourth. He's gonna be four. He's gonna be four and six. I see the Lakers steamrolling the Heat in Game Five. I don't think that this is gonna be a contest. Hopefully, the Heat can prove me wrong, but I just don't see it. But what this means, LeBron does not gain anything from this championship to me. He's still he's still my fourth best player of all time, um, and the only reason why I have MJ, Kareem, and uh, Bill Russell or Wilt ahead of him is because they dominated their eras and, and you can't compare players based off of their eras. I just let guys be great, but I have my list and I have my list and it's no disrespect to anybody. But four and six in the finals. He's been the 10 finals. He's going to win four of them. And I don't know, Anthony Davis might win finals MVP, but even if LeBron doesn't, that's still a great accomplishment for him. And the Lakers just took advantage of a of this is just their year. Everything falls in the place this year for LA, um, and, and it's great for them. And I'm excited for the Los Angeles Lakers as well, and for LeBron and his legacy. Um, he's he again top five player of all time, and I mean that. But I will say, all the teams I feel like all of the teams that are talented but just can't get over the hump. I definitely think they benefit from the fan from having no fans and a shorter gym. And I definitely think the Lakers role players definitely benefited the most. I know it's a mixture of LeBron being LeBron, but Rondo is not a 50% shooter from three. And I'm going to repeat that. Like this man is turning into Steph Curry at the amount of three pointers that he's hitting. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I know the NBA Finals rating wise has been down. I love what they're doing politically, and for everyone that's saying sports isn't political, everything has to be political. You have a platform, and you got to be able to use it. And seeing the couple debates that have happened, the presidential debate was a joke, and then seeing the for a first time ever a woman of color being in this position to be vice president, it's huge. It's historic. And, and during these times, we have to use our platform and use our platforms to teach and help our audience grow and learn. Because again, we are in a society where there's so many ignorant people out there and people that are not willing to understand each other and, and, and understand each other's differences. But anyway, back to sports. So you have the Lakers up 3-1. Basketball ratings are down. I definitely think they'll be back up next year. If I'm the NBA, though, and the NHL, and all the sports next year, even the MLB, I'm waiting to when fans can start coming back into the arenas. I know the NFL has started that process, and I really, I really am excited for that. I know it's limited capacity, but you got to have fans back in sports. The crowd and the players, they feed off of each other's energy, and they get better. The Sixers were 29 and 2 at home, or 29 and 3 at home, whatever their record was. Right there, that just shows you that home that home court advantage. And I definitely think the Lakers would have definitely still been in the Western Conference Finals, even with the regular playoffs. I just think it would come down to them and the Clippers, and that would have been a very interesting series. But that being said, though. I'm excited for the NBA next year. They should they they're probably not going to start though until at least January, maybe even February with the way how uh COVID has hit. It, it's crazy times here 
in 2020. And all these championships, again, and the reason why I think that these championships should be, there should be a little asterisk to it, but an asterisk does not mean a bad thing. It can also mean a good thing. It's like this championship was just different than how it usually is. And I think that it needs to be shown that shown that way in all major sports. Still count the championships, still count the championships for the players' legacies, but no one gains anything from this championship. No one loses anything from this championship, if you get what I'm saying. Like the Lightning, they still have to prove themselves next season because there's a difference between playing against a crowd versus playing with no crowd. Same with the Lakers. Can the role players prove themselves next year? Because you already know LeBron and AD are going to give theirs. It doesn't matter. They'll show up. But are the role players going to show up in a road game where crowd is yelling and screaming? Is that going to happen? I don't know. So that's just the only thing I wanted to consider for you guys. Also, fans in the NFL, I know they're starting to come back. But that factors as well. Playing off the adrenaline. It's huge. It's a huge edge in sports. So this championship was great. Everyone is still a champion, but I'm not going to really, no, you're not really going to gain anything from this championship, in my opinion. And I say that for whoever wins, even if the Heat win, they have to prove themselves next year. Are they, are they really a good team? I think they're a good playoff team and they're mentally tough, but the Miami Heat in terms of talent, they're just young. Tyler Hero's 20. Duncan Robinson is in his early 20s, and he's just a three-point shooter. He needs to expand his game. They have a great leader in in Butler. They have Bam Adebayo. They're a good, solid, young team. But even if they come back and win down 3-1, which I don't see happening, but if that does happen, they're going to still have to prove themselves too. That's That's the point that I'm making. And now I'm going to conclude this first topic with some MLB playoffs because the Astros... Killed the Oakland Athletics. Absolutely destroyed the Oakland Athletics in this one. And now they're in the American League Championship Series. The Braves swept the Marlins. They're 3-0. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen as the Championship Series um, go along. I know the Dodgers and Padres are going at it. But again, it's just not the same with no crowd. There's just no adrenaline. It's just less adrenaline. And it's just not the same. I, I Again, I'm going to keep saying it. A champion is a champion, but I'm going to put an asterisk next to everything. Is, is this championship, is it, do fans really make a difference? I really think that they do. But you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on Anchor.fm. Stick around because I'm going to conclude with my weekly picks. I had a terrible week last weekend. I know I got some injuries that hurt and some COVID stuff. But I'm going to talk about what's going on with COVID in the NFL and also give my weekly picks. But you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Um... 
Hey everyone, and welcome to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier, I talked about should there be an asterisk next to every champion this year, and I really got into a good discussion about that. I also talked about each sport as well. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with the MLB playoffs as the Yankees force a game five. Game five is also tonight, and then also the Dodgers closed out their series as well. So the, the National League and American League Championship Series are set. You have the Braves and Dodgers, and you also have the winner of the Rays-Yankees versus the Astros. So it's going to be very exciting there. But I'm going to conclude today's podcast with talking about the Tennessee Titans and what's been going on with COVID. And then I'm going to conclude with my weekly picks just to let you guys know, I went 0-4 last week in picks. I got the Eagles game wrong. I got the Cowboys game wrong. I got the Patriots game wrong. That one really wasn't my fault, though, because I thought Cam Newton was going to play. If he did not play, I was going to pick the Chiefs. But anyway, I still picked the Patriots. And I also picked <clears throat> I also picked the Texans to beat the Minnesota Vikings, and that did not happen. Bill O'Brien finally gets fired as well. Speaking of the Texans, I think this is a great move and this saves Deshaun Watson's career. Bill O'Brien has literally done absolutely nothing as the head coach. He, Yes, they've done the vision titles and they've gone to the playoffs four out of his six years there. But like, what have you done other than that? Like, what have you done? Answer that question fully. What have you done? You got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. You got rid of... You and J.J. Watt have had problems. You've gotten rid of Javion Clowney. And all you've gotten, you ended up losing your first round pick and second round pick in this year's draft for a, a lineman. Like, what are you doing as the general manager and, and the coach? You blow a 24 to nothing point lead. Like, if you coach scared in the National Football League, you're not going to win. So Bill O'Brien getting fired, I'm not surprised, and I'm, I'm very happy. I think this saves Deshaun Watson's career, and they need to build, and they need to re- make a very quick rebuild because J.J. Watt's getting older, and they just need a little bit more from the pieces that they have. They have a good receiving core. They just need to get that offensive line fixed up, and I think if they get the right coach, the Houston will be just fine. But now we got to talk about the Tennessee Titans because – Cases just continue to increase more and more and more over the past couple weeks. The Titans-Steelers game was postponed last week. And now the Titans-Bills game is now changed to Tuesday. And we're just going to have to wait and see what's going to happen. That game might honestly get canceled because what the Tennessee Titans have been doing is they've been working out as a big group and not following NFL protocols. And as a result, more than half of the team has tested positive for covid and what's crazy is one of the kids at the private high school that the Titans were working out in saw all the all the Tennessee Titans players working out, told his dad, who was a reporter or was a, was a radio host slash reporter for in Tennessee. And he has one. Of, he has like a great show around there. And he did not rat his son out. And this news is huge because. Teams are not following the COVID protocols, and that's not good. It's not safe at all. And because of the Tennessee Titans, now the Steelers have to play 13 straight games, and possibly the Bills might have an early bye week because of the Tennessee Titans not following protocol. 
So it's going to be interesting, and we're going to have to wait and see what's going to happen this week. Because, but the game is scheduled to Tuesday. Will the NFL finish their season? I obviously think that they will. Um, but they might have to take a couple weeks off if this COVID stuff continues and the Titans are falling back because now the Titans and Steelers have one less game on their schedule. If this game gets postponed, the Titans are going to have to make up two games. So let's just wait and see what's going to happen there. But now we're going to conclude today's podcast with Swoop Radio's picks. I mentioned earlier I went 0-4 last week, but I'm 7-5-1 this year in picks. And I'm going to start with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers have had a bye week. They're refreshed. They're ready to go. And I think their defense comes out guns blazing and firing in all cylinders. I think they hold the Eagles to under 20 points. I got Pittsburgh winning 24-16. I think the Steelers cover in this game as well. I just don't see the Eagles offense getting enough. I know Deshaun Jackson is going to play again. But no Dallas Goddard. Jeff, Alshon Jeffrey is a question mark. And can that offensive line hold up against the Steelers' defensive line? I just don't see it. Next, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants. I got the Cowboys steamrolling the Giants. The Cowboys are going to win 35-26. to I think Dak Prescott and that offense gets going, and they beat the New York Giants. The next game I'm going to choose, as I'm looking at the schedule, I'm going to go with the Tuesday game between the Tennessee Titans and Buffalo Bills. I got the Buffalo Bills winning this game. I think the Titans having COVID, they really haven't been working together as a team. And I think the Bills really, it's going to be another close one, but I think the Bills win 27-24. to I think the Bills win on the last second field goal. And the last game that I'm going to do for the NFL as I'm thinking about what I'm going to pick and looking at the schedule. I'm probably going to go with the Vikings and Seahawks as my fourth game. I like the Seattle Seahawks to win and improve to 5-0. I know Minnesota may have won last week, but they still have a lot of holes on the defensive side of the ball. And I just really like, I just really like how Russell Wilson's playing. So my four picks, Seahawks, Bills, Steelers, and Cowboys. You guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Swoop Radio on the web and I'll pop right up and tune in every Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. I hope you guys have a good one and stay safe. This is Josh signing off. Swoop!